This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. Hey, everyone. Before we get into today's podcast, we have super exciting news. You know our game, Foreplay the Game, that we've always had digitally that you can find at foreplay.com slash games. So that's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash games. Guess what? We finally made a physical version. We've had a ton of requests about it, and sometimes people want to play the game and they're not able to use their phones or have any electronic devices in playrooms or certain places at lifestyle events and so we made a physical version it's 108 cards 70 percent is from the main game 30 percent of the cards are from the red x pack and so you guys can go check that out at foreplay.com games we have two stories for you today the first one is a super funny one it's a little short story and kind of an embarrassing one <laughs> and then the second one i mean seven and a half years almost eight years into the lifestyle we're still learning things about each other and learning how to communicate even better and you know us we like to be transparent and share our stories so we wanted to tell about a little oopsie that we yeah. had recently yeah we just, we just figured that if we have been trying so hard to learn about communicating for so long and trying to get better and better and better at it and we still have these mistakes like this I'm sure other people deal with the same kind of things, and we want to be able to talk about those things that aren't always fun to hopefully let us continue to grow and also help other people grow and maybe not go through some of the negative situations that happen sometimes in lifestyle. But I do think we should start on the funny note because this story <laughs> really made me laugh. Oh, my gosh. So this story happened a little bit ago, but we were getting ready for Bliss Cruise, and if you guys don't know what Bliss Cruise is, it's a swinger lifestyle cruise, and it's a they do two of them a year. But uh, this was for the November one, which was is a, a seven-day cruise. And if you guys are not cruise people at all, a lot of not just swinger cruises, but cruise ships in general, people will decorate their door. And so, you know, you can do whatever. You can put up – I've seen people on like vanilla cruises do little whiteboards and people write a joke of the day or I've seen a wreath for Christmas. Like, just do whatever you want. You can put up pictures, whatever you want. We wanted to decorate for the swinger cruise. Which we know people do. So why don't you take it from there, what what happened next? <laughs> Whenever we went on our vanilla cruise last, pre-COVID, we printed out a bunch of memes. So just random cruise memes mm -hmm. to put on our door. So Jason and I love memes. If you follow us on Twitter on a foreplay podcast, you would know that pretty much all we do is post memes. <laughs> At least the majority of the time yeah. we are making and posting memes on there. So we love memes. Jace made all of these different memes and we wanted to go print some out. Listen, I don't know if this is a millennial thing. I feel like it is because I feel like it's talked about a lot, but millennials for some reason just don't own printers. And no, we own a printer. It hasn't had ink in it for seven or eight years, but we do own one. I don't know why we own it. It's to scan things, but now that you could do it on your phones, I don't even know why we have it. It just takes up space. Yeah, I think that we will get rid of it. When we clean our house and get rid of a lot of stuff, 
we will not we will not keep it. Anytime that we have a printer, I swear they just mess up. Mm-hmm. All it is is a waste of money. You will buy ink that I don't even know how much ink is going for these days, but I feel like we would spend $50, $60 on ink. You would print two things out and if you don't print every day it gets clogged or something it dries out yes and it messes up and if you do print every day you run out of ink yeah so there's no good solution here i don't know i know why they stay in business because it's a great business model (laughs) they have such a good business model it's like hey let's sell you shit that either dries out or you overuse it that's your only two choices so Good for HP, good for Intel, all these <laughs> printer seller companies. Espon? Espon? Espion. Espion. the problem. Epson. Epson. I think it is Epson. Epson. Good for them, too. Yeah, good for all, good for all of them. Great. <laughs> That's why we, we don't have yeah, printers. Yeah, yeah, so so we, we own one. It's not in use. And so whenever we print things, we go to our local library to print all the stuff we need. Plus, they have a really good printer because it's laser and it's only 60 cents to print. A and color it's in sheet, color. Yeah. Yeah, good quality. Mm-hmm. So, Which for the memes in your door, you want good quality. Yeah. So Obviously. we have four pages of swinger memes to go print out. And I get to the library. Jace is with me. Jace, you're looking for a book or something. but So I go and I see that the printer's... There's a there's a sign on it that says the printer is down, but it said the color something like either the color printer or the printer in general was down. And so then I went and I asked one of the librarians and I said, hey, are the printers down? (laughs) Oh, because there's multiple printers. That's why. So I thought that maybe one of the printers was working because the sign was only on one printer. The librarian said, yes, the printers are working. And I said, oh, is the color printer also working? She said, yes. So mistake number one, (laughs) I go over to print things out. And again, there's four or five pages of swinger memes and And they're not like super tame. There's no nudity in the things we're printing, but the words are very X-rated. A lot of orgies, like just, just a lot of very sexual terms printed on these memes. We will tweet the ones we'll, we'll take a picture of like the actual paper and put it on Twitter and then we can link it in the show notes below. Yeah. or just follow us on Twitter. Follow us at Foreplay podcast and you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, they man. are not tame and it's not like the librarians typically see what we print. It just, you go, you send it to the printer, you put in your library card and then you pay and, we using the little kiosk machine mm-hmm. and it prints. So yeah. I already, I printed all of them at once and I go over there. Uh, surprise, surprise. The printer is not working. And I will say we have <laughs> never had it break one time. We've never messed up when we were printing anything. We printed other swinger oh, t- things before. We've tried to we print tons of stuff, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never messed up. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So, of course, this one time with five pages of swinger memes and I, I go ask the librarian and I say, hey. And of course, the librarian who said that the printer was working wasn't there. So I had to ask the other librarian who was trying to help me. And then she came over and long story short, they got the other librarian. She came three of the five pages printed out. So three of them printed in color and then the other two did not print in color. So it printed in black and white. So one of them was just a picture of our faces. Mm -hmm. Well, it's our podcast picture the one that you see all the time with us sideways Mm -hmm. so one was that picture and then thank god we had one of those (laughs) yeah and the other one was a swinger meme page 
And I asked the lady, hey, these two didn't print out in color, but I paid for them in color. Um, I could just get them refunded and then I can just come back another time. And she said, no, 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 you can go print it again. I'll, j- I'll go with you. <laughs> I'll go with you so I can help you out since you're already here and you already paid for it. Like it would be easier if you just went and printed it and just tried it again. Yeah. And this, this, when I walked up, Bella was pulling out the the printer she, or the paper out of the printer. Oh, and because the librarian was standing right there watching to make sure that the printer was working, and so as it was coming out, I was swiping it so fast. Yeah, and like <laughs> you like kind of like looked at like you flipped it up, like you like flashed yourself. You're like, okay, this is it, this is it. Because I came in way too late. I was like, how can I help? I was like, hey, I'll take those papers. And I was like, that way at least I can hold them upside down against my body, so the librarian can't see those ones. And so. We all go over there, the whole team, the whole gang's all there, and we go over, and... (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't... I just named every page the same thing. It was, like, memes one, memes two, memes three, memes four, memes five. And I didn't know which one it was that didn't print in color, and so... She was standing right over my shoulder, yeah. just like staring. I honestly couldn't see because I was just looking straight at my computer, but you were standing next to her. I was watching her. her. I, was like, I was like, this lady is just watching. I was like, she's not even looking at you. Like, she's just staring at you on the computer watching it. So I was trying to click on the name of the file and pressing space so I could open and close it really fast. Well, um, Windows doesn't have the same hotkeys as my MacBook. And so I didn't know what to do. So I kept trying to open and close and open and close them. And I, and I mean, I think that it probably took like a minute and a half. And I bet that this librarian was like, this fucking dumb bitch like can she does she not know how to use a computer and open up a file how did she even print these to begin with because i was just trying to find the picture of us Mm -hmm. so i can leave it open because she was going to walk me through how to print i was i knew how to print it i already did it anyways so so you're basically just trying to open it up so that you printed just another picture of us yeah two of the same pictures of us and but you only pressed one so you 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 did eventually open the picture of us, and she. I don't think she – you were clicking out of it so fast. I don't think she saw any of the memes. She couldn't have read them that oh, fast. Oh, goodness. But she's a librarian. She might read really fast. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? But you finally opened. You got the picture of us, and you clicked print, but you only printed one copy. And then she's like, well, you said there was two of them. Yeah. And then you go, oh, yeah. And so you <laughs> opened the picture of us and printed the same picture of us again. She was like – Oh, just saying. You next time, next time you can go. And she pulled the picture back up and went over there. It was like you could have pressed two here instead of one. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. But then, and then it printed in black and white again. Both of them. So I know. we didn't have the picture. We had to go back to the library again later to print it. Anyway, um, it was so, just so funny. It was so funny. And when it happened, I was like, oh my god, we had to talk about this on a podcast. And then we just spaced about it. And then. Here we are. I'm just really glad to tell this story because I thought it was really funny. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. (laughs) Embarrassing vanilla swinger story. I'm not embarrassed to be a swinger, but the fact that we were just casually printing swinger memes at the public library with the librarian staring at us, I feel is very It's comical. It It really is. It's good. (laughs) Now on to our not as funny story, but educational and I think will help Mm -hmm. people just so you guys know that we also make mistakes all the time. Even veteran swingers will make mistakes. And Mm -hmm. so. 
And what matters at the end of the day is that you learn to communicate even better and grow from it. And that's that's why we're here. Because at first we were like, should we even make this podcast? Is it worth making a podcast about it? And we were both like, you know what? I really think this could help people. We love to share like the sexy story times because it's the most fun. But I think that these can really help a lot of people. This party started, it was an eye candy party that we were going to. And if you haven't heard of eye candy, it's a group. I'm pretty sure they all travel around together. They're based out of Florida, but they come and do parties all over the U.S. And I think it's a lot of the same people will come in this group and party all over. And it's really cool. It's kind of like a rave EDM type theme. It was It was packed. It was one of the busiest I've seen. I mean, it was almost like Halloween or New Year's Eve, which if you've never been to Coletta in the lifestyle clubs are usually the biggest holidays or biggest parties of all of them. And it was, I would say on par with, with that Pretty much, much of a crowd. It was big. Probably not as busy as those, but I mean, I would say like maybe 90% of that crowd, the size wise mm-hmm. at least. So it was a really good turnout. It was a super fun atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It was different than normal. There was more, of course, EDM music, a lot of type of music and a lot of really cute rave outfits. It was a glow mm-hmm. theme. So people had glow sticks and I made Jace go buy two packs of glow sticks at the Dollar Tree that day so we yep, could wear them. around two hours before we were supposed yeah. to leave. Yeah. I didn't think about it, and I and I said, oh, we should have glow sticks. Why don't we have any? If you're a swinger, you should just keep some glow sticks around because yeah, there's and, always a glow party. Yeah, and Dollar Tree, you can buy a package of 25 of the bracelet sizes for a dollar. And it comes with the connectors, so yeah, you can make so, them long. Like or necklaces, necklaces or whatever or, you want. Yeah. yeah, so. Highly recommend. We bought that. And we were in, we were having fun, and we saw some of our friends, which who were from one of the previous podcasts, Jackie and Kelso. We were talking to them. They had talked to a couple of couples. We were talking to a couple of couples, and we were all just talking to people. And we said, "Oh, we should have an orgy somewhere." Sounded fun. It ended up that they said, "Hey, we should go and we should play on in the red room or the or not the red room. Sorry, the red." Bo- it the is a room, red room. It's a round bed. Red red bed room, which is uh, if you've never been to Colette either, there's also there's a room, and there's just windows around the outside of it, and you look in, and it's a bed, and there's it's a huge circle bed. I bet that I don't know 15 people could be on there or something. Yeah. And they said, "Hey, we should go over there." We even tried to plan that bed one time before, and I get I'm not an exhibitionist. I don't. I like – I don't mind being watched. Like if we were starting and people come around or there was a bunch of people there, I feel comfortable in those situations. But I had I had, had one negative experience where I didn't work because I just felt this pressure of people watching being in this room like that. And Bella said, hey, do you, are you comfortable? Like do you want to do it? And she was like, I think it could be kind of fun if you do but – you know, I don't, we, we need to do whatever is best for us. At this point, we had not gone into the room yet. Mm-hmm. This is whenever we were still outside in the club, just talking and hanging yeah. out. And that's whenever we were having this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I felt this very on the fence type of, it was like a 50, 50 is how I felt. I'll get into a little bit more later. And I don't think that was a negative thing, but sometimes you have a, a feeling of like, Hey, this doesn't feel right. And sometimes you have a feeling of like, Hey, this is right. This is what I want to do. This to me was very in the middle and I felt like this was something that, you know, I think we could enjoy. We talked about a little bit more after I had said the whole, you know, I feel kind of on the fence, but I think it could be fun. You said, hey, I think it'd be fun. So we decided to go back there. I was like, you know what? Let's, let's try. Let's see how it goes. 
So the first thing was to get in there and I look around and it's just us and the other couple. And there was a couple other couples that said, hey, we'll come by there later. But we were just going to do stuff with the other couple that were Jackie and Kelso. We were going to start, yeah. basically, is what we mm-hmm. said we were going to do. We got in there. We were about to start, and I needed to use the restroom. So I was like, hey, well, actually, before we start, like, I'd rather use the restroom. And you said, hey, is it fine if I start? And we know this couple. We really like them. I was like, we sure. We played with them before. We played yeah. with them at Colette before mm-hmm. in a different room. We were comfortable with them. We had a lot of fun with them. So we were comfortable with them. Yeah, and so I ran to use the restroom. And then why don't you tell me what was going on then? Because I came at the very end and saw the very end of it. We all start undressing. I didn't take everything off. I left my... Everything was still on except for my panties. I was in a skirt and a see-through skirt, kind of a flouncy one. And so I took my panties off and I still, and I was wearing a shibari type harness and I tied it myself and it was roping everything. And so I couldn't take that off really. I thought maybe like as we kept going, I would just pull my bandeau top that I had down and I thought maybe it'd be cute with the rope on. Anyways, so I still basically had all my clothes on except for my panties and we go over to the bed. Kelso lays down and Jackie starts giving him head and then I go over and I get on top of him and so then I'm doing 69 with him so he's eating me out while I'm sucking his cock with Jackie. That's hot. And it was super, super cute. Whenever we were talking about everything, we told Jackie and Kelsa that, hey, we've never done that before. It sounds kind of hot, but we don't know for sure. Like we want to, but we don't know. And so they were just helping us through it Mm -hmm. and saying, I think that it would be like a growing experience for you. I remember she said that it would Mm -hmm. be a growing experience for you guys can try it. And if you don't like it, then you can stop. Yeah. It was very not pressured. No, 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 not pressured at all. It was from a space of like, Hey, I think that, and we were comfortable with them. They were comfortable with us. And I, I, it really did seem like to me that they were like, Hey, let's all this together. I think it'd be a fun thing for us together. You guys can grow. And It felt very safe. Oh, for sure. And so whenever I was doing that with them, she was, I don't know if she knew that I like being called a good girl, but she was telling me I was a good girl. So that made me, and I have a praise kink, so that just made me even more enthusiastic. And I think she was also saying that because she knew that this was a different experience for me having, and I wasn't thinking of the other people around but I I also know it's different being a woman versus being a man in a situation like that Mm -hmm. and so that's the only position we did and then you came in and then you started undressing yeah and so first of all I realized I had glow sticks on still and I was like (laughs) well I'm gonna dip on those because like I don't want to bring even more I don't want to be naked and just in glow sticks I was like that would be worse that actually is kind of I'm imagining if it was like another couple and I was looking in it would be kind of fun to see everyone wearing glow bracelets yeah I agree but I was already from this mindset and like I said and she said we can grow like and I was like that and I'm all about growth if you listen to our podcast you know how much I love self-help and like how I do want to grow and like try things as long as I'm comfortable with them and so I took my clothes off and then she was like, hey, because I was like, okay, I'm a little bit nervous because all the people watching and I I looked over. I remember looking over after I took my clothes off and there was probably at least 15 people watching. I mean, every single spot in the window was taken and people were watching. I laid down and Jackie was like, okay, just focus on Bella, which I think is great advice. She was like, don't look at us. Don't look at around. Like, just focus on Bella. Just focus on your wife and, and what's going on. I laid there and... Jackie was sucking Kelso's dick and then you started sucking my dick. I remember 
starting to like get hard and I was looking over at them, then looking at you and I started to get hard and then I started to hear people talk and I could hear people talking. I remember people talking about like, oh, oh, look at their dicks or like not in like a weird way, but like they said something about dicks and asses and I started like thinking about it. I was hearing them in the back of my head. Once I started hearing that, I couldn't stop hearing. You know that feeling whenever you feel like you're being watched and it's just that, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about? That feeling that you just feel like you're being watched. Yeah, I def- we were definitely being watched. I think that's the point of the room and I think that's what we were trying to get past or maybe not even explore hey, maybe this is a new kink for us. Yeah. Maybe we like exhibitionism. And that's what we wanted to try. Yeah. And But I felt it, and it felt this, like, piercing. Like, it didn't feel a sexy way. Yeah. I've been in, let's say, an orgy situation, and everyone's kind of doing stuff, and people looking over at you. I think that's hot. I like that. If, let's say, that me and you are having sex somewhere, and there's other couples around, and people are looking over, maybe there's four of us having a foursome, and people see us, like, I, I think that's hot, but... People just standing and staring is kind of a different a different feel. I definitely felt like we were putting on a show or or people were watching a show and Yeah. Like we needed to perform mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah. It's called performance anxiety for a reason. Yeah. And then I started going through my head. I'm like, oh my God, all these people are watching me. I'm like, what if I can't get hard? And then what if what if people are like, oh my God, this guy doesn't even work. And like, I just started going through all these scenarios, which I know is not true. I know it doesn't matter. But in that moment, that's how you feel. And I just started to think about it. And I was like, at that point, I was like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know if I'm going to work. I try to close my eyes and just like breathe because that's what I've done in the past. And lots of time it helps. But I just kept hearing the people talk more and more and more. And then I think you could kind of tell I was nervous. Yeah. And you came up to me and you kissed me. And I said, like, hey, like, I just don't think I can do this anymore. Like, I don't want to be here. I feel like I'm being watched. I just don't feel comfortable anymore. And it kind of felt a perfect time because I think that if it would have gone on another, like, 15 to 20 seconds, I would have pulled you up and stopped you. Well, I went up to you to to see if you were okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, the reason why I yeah. went up there. And that's why I'm saying that's when I was – so it's not like I was just sitting there forever – waiting for you to come like save me like I was trying to give myself a fair chance to see if I could kind of get over that initial voice in my head and all those people around me it wasn't very long either I feel Mm -hmm. like we were just doing it for maybe like a couple minutes maybe two minutes or something and then and I said the first minute was maybe okay first 30 seconds was okay I was getting hard then the, the minute and a half felt forever but I think that's probably how long it was I said I would have I would have come and stopped you I would have I would have brought you up and told you, hey, I don't want to stay here if it would have lasted much longer. But right when you came up, and I don't know if you could tell or we were just synced, but I was like, this is kind of about the time that I don't, I just don't want to do this anymore. You said, okay. And you're like, hey, how's the best way to do this? Like, do you want me to act like I'm giving you head again? Or what will make you feel the most comfortable? Because I told you, I was like, I feel like people are watching me now and I feel mm-hmm. all this. And I was like, I think I just want to get up and leave. So we got up put my clothes back on. And then I remember Jackie was like, you guys, you know, you did great. I'm glad, proud of you guys for trying. Um, She's so sweet. She really is. She's She's like, Hey, we'll see you guys later or something like that. And we were like, it's just not, it's just not for us. And she's like, great. Okay. And they just kept having fun and we left. 
and we said, you guys look awesome. You guys look great. You keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And then we left. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you guys been ever just parting the night away? And, you know, maybe things are getting a little bit dull. Maybe the drinks aren't flowing like you want them to, but you want something else fun to do. Well, we have the solution for you. We have a lifestyle icebreaker game. It's called Four Play the Game. It's a digital game that you can play from anywhere that has an internet browser. And it just really gets the night going. There's tons of different games. There's some that can move things more in a sexy direction. And some help you get to know each other. Great icebreakers. Yes. And we recently actually added another game to it, which is like a Mad Gab type game, which if you don't know that, it says a word and you really can't understand it because it's kind of all splashed together. But as you say it, you start to hear it out loud. So we added a new game. So if you're already on Foreplay, you have a Foreplay Unlimited, make sure to also go check that out because it's there and it's included. And so it's just added to that. So if you want more information about that, go to foreplay.com slash games. If you're newer to the lifestyle, we also have a course. You can find that at foreplay.com slash learn. It just goes over all the information that we wish we would have known as newbies in the lifestyle. And if you get the foreplay course, you also get foreplay unlimited for free. And so it comes together. And if you're looking for swinger shirts, apparel, hats, We even have workout shorts, leggings, upside down pineapple stuff. We have a bunch of swinger merchandise on our shop as well. Super cute, foreplay.com slash shop. Now back to the show. At that point, you're like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, hey, I want to go outside because I need to like go for a second. Because I, if I have like performance anxiety, sometimes I get in my head about it. And then I don't, I didn't want it to follow me around and me have this like pressure on myself the next time that I have sex with you, the next time I have a like social, I didn't want to like go back to this moment and think that this was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So you went outside, we went outside together. We were sitting on the little brick wall, which is a little brick wall. outside of collab. We were just sitting there and we were talking about it. And I remember feeling this like frustration and angry at myself. It's stupid because I know that you didn't think it was me. I know it's because of the situation. I know all of that is true. But in the moment, I was like, why couldn't I work? Like, why not? Like, I just, why? Like, I wanted to, like, why doesn't it work? And I started to get frustrated at myself. And I remember telling him, like, you're not going to understand. Like, you're not a guy. Like, you can always work. And I know I had, like, a mean tone in my voice, which was horrible because you didn't do anything wrong. I think I was just so frustrated at myself. I just, it's so hard to explain something like that. If you can, if you've never experienced anything like that and you can experience what it's like to really want to and just not have the option. And so you were telling me like, you know, you know, it's not you, you know, it's because of the situation we, we were nervous about it going in. I just wouldn't like almost let myself accept that. And this is where like our biggest miscommunication came from is Bella was like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to go back in? And she's like, you told me you didn't feel like doing anything with anybody and we are like, do you want to go back in though? We can talk to people, make more friends, dance, or you want to go home. I said, I wanted to go back in. I didn't want, it almost like a getting back on the horse type thing to me where it's like, I didn't want to run away from a place that maybe had a bad experience. I didn't want to run away from it and feel scared. And this part, I feel like we don't have to go into a lot of detail, but where the miscommunication came from is neither one of us wanted to do anything else that night because of that. Like we didn't want to go back in there and do something. But the way I was explaining it to Bella, I was saying I wanted to go in with an open mind. And I was trying to say it in the sense of I wanted to go in like nothing had happened 
and just pretend like nothing had happened. But that is what you said, though. So why don't you explain to me how what I was explaining made you feel? Whenever you say that you wanted to go in like nothing had happened, even when we've already said, I don't think that we should go in with the thought of playing at all. When you say that it's like nothing happened, it just makes it see. And you said that you wanted to be open. That sounds like you are open to the idea of playing again. And it sounded like you, like it made me feel like you wanted to go in and say we're hanging out with new people or whatever. And then we meet someone. And then in my head, I'm thinking you are going to want to prove to yourself that you're going to work again. And so you would want to play. And at that point, it felt like you were putting yourself in front of our like first and not Mm -hmm. our relationship first, Mm -hmm. because it should be, Hey, we want to do this together. If something happens that we want to play, we should be doing it together. And I felt like you weren't thinking about that. That's how it came across whenever you said it. Yeah. And at that, at that point, you said you didn't feel comfortable and you wanted to go home. After you said that and you were trying to explain to me that that's not what you meant, but you kept saying you wanted to go in with an open mind. I don't know if the way that you were saying, like you didn't quite know how to put your words together to get that point yet. But at that point, I just felt overwhelmed, super upset. And I felt like I couldn't breathe. And I don't know if it was the Shibari ropes on me or what it was, but I've never felt like that before. And I was just like, I I felt claustrophobic. And it's been, it had been like, I don't know, like two years since we've had a fight at a lifestyle event. Because we've been working so hard on communicating. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that we were getting in this argument type, it, it just... Having a negative experience at this club, I think it just made me like claustrophobic. And so then I was like, I just, I need to go. I need you to get everything and we need to leave now. Mm -hmm. And so that's when you you went in and you got everything. But you can tell me how you were feeling after Yeah. And then then so what I said though is I was like, because I told you, I was like, I still don't think that we're on the same page. I was like, understand why if I explain something wrong, I get it. I'm sure I could. And this has been a problem in our relationship in the past is me trying to articulate something and not getting across what I feel and it coming off the wrong way. And it's I think it's a it's mostly me not saying something the right way and it just comes off not how I intended to do. I do that too. I mean it's yeah. not just you. But it's I think just I'm in general. I'm a little bit worse about it than you as a general rule, I think. I don't I don't know about that, but <laughs> well thank you. Uh, but anyway, so I, I told I told Bella I said hey well let's go home, but I want to talk about it on the way home because I want I don't want this to be an issue I don't want to call, because there's nothing actually wrong I just don't think you understand what I'm saying so on the car ride home we were able to talk and and I wanted wh- to talk like we're the kind of couple that we don't like to wait to mm-hmm. we want to just knock it out and just like talk about everything make sure we're on the same page before we go to sleep that night yeah and so like i knew we were going to talk i just knew that this was going to be a long conversation and i did not want to be crying and having this conversation at colette and thinking we were going to go back in yeah. so that's why i just wanted to leave because i knew we were going to have yeah. a long I conversation i definitely think leaving was definitely the right call yeah on the way home i was able to explain better how i was feeling and what i was trying to say when going in with an open mind 
is it's almost like a lie to yourself in a way, which I know you shouldn't do, but you know the thing when people say you almost have to fake a confidence and just pretend you're confident until you are? I was almost going in with the mindset of like, just pretend that nothing ever happened. You're just open-minded to whatever the night takes you. And that's why I was telling myself. I didn't actually want to play. I had no desire to play, but I was just, and I wouldn't have played. Like if we found a couple, I didn't want to, but I was just trying to say like, Jace, go in with this open mind, like nothing happened. And I just thought that would make me feel like I was getting back on the horse in the sense of not running away from a problem or a fear. And after us talking more, Bella was able to understand what I was saying. We got home. We continued to talk about it. I told her that after having a little bit of time to decompress, I said, you know what? I'm not upset at myself anymore. And that was another big problem is I was mad at myself. Yeah, you were mad at yourself. And even after I was trying to tell you that this is the reason why this happened, it has nothing to do with you. I mean, this is a completely new environment. Like it makes sense why it happened. I feel like you were taking it out on me. Mm-hmm. I was. And I said, I apologize for that a ton of times because like, yeah. I feel bad about that. And it's not how, not what you were trying to help me. And selfishly, I was frustrated at myself. And then I wasn't yelling at you or anything, but I, you could tell I was like frustrated at the situation, which isn't okay. Yeah, yeah, you weren't like it, it condescending is not the word, but it was just like not. I just sounded happy. mean, like yeah. it sounded rude. <laughs> yeah, and um, so we got home, and I told Bella, I was like, you know, now that I've got home and I've been able to breathe for a second, I'm not in that situation. Like I've let myself process. I was like, I'm not upset that I didn't work in that situation. It's not me. It's not my fault. It was a situation. I wasn't comfortable. And how do you expect yourself to do something like that if you're not comfortable in a situation? And we were able to talk about it, figure it all out. You said you were feeling good. And we went to bed, I felt like, in a very positive, happy mood. I mean, we're both very tired, but I would overall, say it was, like, a happy mood. But, but, but it, it did feel just, like we fixed it. Yeah. Would you say that or would you – what do you say? No, it was fixed. It was just late. And so, I mean, when I woke up, it's not like – I completely forgot about it. It didn't affect me throughout the day or anything like that. But I will say I wasn't like completely just happy when I went to sleep. But also we were drinking and stuff. So I just wanted to sleep after we finished talking and everything. The key takeaways that I would say from this situation is, first of all, if you are feeling any sort of negativity towards it, in the sense of if it's 49.51, if it's 40, 60 in the favor of you don't want to do something or you feel more uncomfortable, don't try to do something. Wait until maybe later you'll feel more into it. Maybe another time you'll have the opportunity and you feel 60, 40, whatever it is. Don't push yourself if you don't want to do it. I feel like in another situation that you could do that, right? If this is something you're wanting like skydiving or Mm -hmm. something that really just affects like you as your personal growth. I feel like those percentages could be different, right? But I feel like because you are bringing, this is something that you and your partner are doing and it's more than just one person. That's why we feel like if it's not completely 50-50, then to not do it. Yeah. That makes sense. But in a situation that let's say how I was, I was truly 50-50 about this. I wanted to try. I really did want to, but I felt nervousness because the sense of thought of a ton of people watching and going in there and having to perform in that sense, 
I felt nervous, but I wanted to. So that's why I was getting these two different feelings. And when you said you thought it could be fun, I was like, well, you know what? Since I am that 50-50, I really want to try it and you're on board. I felt like it was a safe place for me to try it. Also with how kind they were and like them like being, hey, it's a place we can grow together. I was like, hey, if this, if I'm going to try this, this is the most comfortable I'm going to feel in this situation probably ever. And I would love to love this. So I want to give it a shot. And so, yes, I felt nervousness, but there wasn't a part of me that didn't want to. It was just a me feeling nervous about doing it. And so I think that's the biggest key takeaway from that. And since Bella was into it, if, if your partner is saying, hey, let's do it and you're 50-50, I think it's okay. If either one of you is a negative feeling, don't do it. And honestly, probably if you're both 50-50, maybe doing it's not the right choice either. Mm-hmm. But in that situation, I don't regret what I did. I think it was a good experience. Now I know, hey, this is – I don't want to go out and be an exhibitionist. I don't – this is this is the second try we've done at it and we haven't enjoyed it either time. And so I feel like it's kind of past us in that sense. And so that's the biggest thing. The second thing is – Make sure, and we handled this part correctly, that if you are feeling uncomfortable, let's say you decide to go for it and you're feeling uncomfortable, just stop it as soon as you feel that way, communicate with your partner and leave the situation, which I think we did a good job of that because we did leave and you would come up to me right when I was about to tell you. So I think that was that I agree. Was good we didn't let it go on and let more and more happen without being comfortable. So I mm-hmm. feel like... As soon as you felt uncomfortable, yeah. we left. And I think that going and having a conversation immediately about it yeah. is also extremely beneficial. Now, where I know is a huge chance for especially for me really to improve in the future is I think that if I'm I have something like that, I need to take a second and breathe and not get angry at myself for what happened. Because if I would have truly listened to what you were saying and accepted it and been like, hey, this is because of the situation we're in, I think that I would have calmed down. I think that I would have not got upset at myself and we would have just been able to let go and feel good about it. I think that I would have felt good right then and not had to wait half an hour and decompress to really let those feelings sink in. Yeah, I feel like if you went about it that way, we probably could have just went back in and then had fun again. But it was just... And I still wouldn't have wanted to do anything because I didn't want to like try to prove something to myself. But I think I could have, we could have gone back in and just had a fun night and just enjoyed the rest of the night. And so that's another thing that I have to work on myself is not being angry at the situation, letting go. I know that you're not upset. So I can't be upset at myself either. And just remember that like we're in this together. This is something to do for fun. So if you have this situation that it doesn't go perfectly, you know, that's okay. You learned, you grew, and now I know something that makes me better. That's the other thing that I think is the biggest key takeaway. And just keep communicating. Yeah. And if you're a guy and that happens, just maybe you can touch on this, but just know that it's it's not you and it's mm-hmm. normal for that to happen and mm-hmm. it's okay. And Yeah, it, it just does happen. And you get in your head and it's called performance guy for a reason. If you think you have to perform, it's difficult to. I don't care if you're taking Viagra, if you're – whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's just – it just happens. And don't get upset at yourself because I remember being in that moment. I was like – Bella, you just don't understand because it makes you feel bad. 
not being able to work with your wife, it makes you feel bad. Even though it's not your fault, you still feel bad about it. But you need to let go of that and realize that it is okay. It's not you. It's not your partner. It's not anything. It's the environment and you thinking about it. And that's it. Just forgive yourself and let yourself move forward. And I think that's the biggest thing that we learned that we really wanted to talk about was how to approach the whole new situation that you're unsure about and then how to deal with them once they're going on. Yeah. And after. Mm-hmm. If yeah. the experience isn't great because there's a lot that goes mm-hmm. into it than just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm saying there's things I'm proud that we did. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't yell at each other or like truly fight. We got into a deep conversation, but it wasn't an argument. Like I, I did have a frustrated tone at the beginning, which still wasn't okay, but it wasn't like it was a fight. It was just a not good conversation and misunderstanding, which led to hurt feelings, but we didn't get mad at each other. Yeah. I was more sad. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. So that was another good thing Yeah, because we've had lifestyle fights years ago when we were like really mad at each other. And that could have happened if we didn't have the communication skills that we've grown. And now this is just another chance that, you know what? I hope it's, I hope we never have another lifestyle tip or whatever, whatever yeah. it is again. But that's just, that's it. And you work through it with your partner and you can move out on the other side. Yeah. And you I think learn this, and you grow. I think it was important to be able to talk about it. I feel even better after talking about it on the podcast. We talked about this three times now, but being able to say it one more time, I feel even better about it. And yeah. I'm, I'm happy that we're able to film this. And hopefully this helped you guys. And that's that's our story. I know it wasn't the sexiest, so the next one will be sexy. I sure hope so. <laughs> I sure hope so too. <laughs> but let's go ahead and let's do our weekly obsession. You Bella and Jace's weekly, weekly obsessions. I have two shows that are my weekly obsessions. It is the show You Season 3. By the way, this isn't too much of a spoiler, I don't think. So if you don't want to hear any spoiler at all, click skip for like 40 seconds. But there is a... Okay, did you skip if you don't want to hear? Okay, I'm about to say it. Last chance. (laughs) There is a part where they talk about the lifestyle. They talk about swinging. It wasn't completely, completely accurate because they kind of lumped together swinging and polyamory together and that for us for a little bit and it's not I feel like it's very different mm-hmm. um but they did bring it up and they called it the lifestyle and I thought that was so cool to see our community the lifestyle community being talked about in mainstream media I mean it's the number one show on Netflix right now mm-hmm. and so that was really cool anyways the whole season was really yeah, good. and I will say that they um there was negativity towards it, but there was also some positivity towards it. Yeah. I think one of the couples is a very strong relationship and they continue to show that that I feel like so many lifestyle things, it makes it seem like the couple's just horrible. Lifestyle things in media. In media, yeah. And I don't think this gives anything away, but the couple that's strong, they didn't make them ever seem bad. They let the whole show it seem like the lifestyle worked for them. Yeah. And that I think is really an awesome thing. So yes, they still painted in a bad picture. They got a lot of details wrong, but they didn't just completely slash it and they let it be like, Hey, this is, this is okay for some people and not for some people. Yeah. And I think that that, I think that that was a really great thing. I'm really thankful. That's, that's a really great thing. I'm really thankful for that. Honestly. Yeah. Cause we've never seen it like done like that before. Yeah. Other than swing on Playboy TV, which is yeah. only about swinging, you know. So that one and Master Chef season eleven, 
is awesome. It's MasterChef Legends. And so if you're not familiar with that show, it's a bunch of home cooks come and they battle it out to see who's the best. It's with uh, Gordon Ramsay and some other people, but I'm just, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay is the, it's his show. My favorite contestant on this show and Jace's favorite as well. Her name is Autumn and we haven't finished the season, so I don't know who wins. I hope she wins, but she is just so adorable and start following her on Instagram and I feel like we are the same person, yes. kind of. We're just hoey girls who love food and Pokemon and I just feel like I relate to her. I, I can't cook like her at all. You can eat. <laughs> I can eat. And she dresses like you. She's literally so cute. We're both just like enamored by her. I know. She's just like, she's always in little tennis skirts, little plaid skirts. And Mm -hmm. I wear that all the time and little booby tops. Mm -hmm. And so anyways. And uh, so cute. What was my other thing? Oh, Nona P. Costco. Costco sample got me. We went to Costco. We got the sample. There was this tuna on a cracker and then they had this balsamic glaze on it and tuna on a cracker is not good right this balsamic glaze oh my god it it makes everything taste better so it's called nona pia's balsamic glaze and we will link it in the show notes below but if you see it at costco or wherever if you see it and you want to get it on amazon get it it's really good yeah it's 10 out of 10 for it's- real Jace is on a super strict diet right now, and you eat just cottage cheese, and you just put that in there, and it's so good. I don't eat just cottage cheese. Well, I mean, it was cottage cheese. I have other foods besides cottage cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not on a cottage cheese only diet. Letting you know, it's more than cottage cheese and water. I do have other foods. I I meant to say (laughs) that the balsamic glaze will just make plain cottage cheese taste good. I take credit for that. No, I I bet Autumn would be proud. Just kidding. (laughs) I don't know if she would. (laughs) She makes her own balsamic reduction. Yeah, it'd probably be way better. I know. She's probably like... I don't know. Nona Pia, she came through with that balsamic. It's good. So those are my obsessions. What are yours? Um, So for shows, mine are the same things. Literally, MasterChef, Autumn MasterChef, and you. Love them. Me? Those, you do the show. And me? Yeah. You're always my weekly obsession. You're my no, lifely obsession. Lifely obsession. Mm-hmm. Forever wifely obsession. Wifely obsession. You're my husbandly obsession. Okay, what's Bella the other thing? Jace's wifely obsession. Just wifely? Well, I was just doing it for that. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, so my thing is a self-tanner. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. We had this clear, I don't know how it works. It's clear and it makes you tan. The science behind that is mad, but <laughs> I've never been tan before being um, redheaded and all, but I did it. I am I a tiny bit uneven in spots. I apply it clearly how I apply sunscreen, a couple burns here and there, and I have a couple areas that were a little spotchy, but overall I look tanner and I'm really happy. It's cool. I look in the mirror. I'm like, wow. There's muscle groups there now because there's shadows and shit on me. It's not just white. Not saying that you need to be tan or anything. Obviously, I've walked around very pale my entire life and I've made it okay so far. But I really also I think the pale, paler skin tone really works for some people. But for me, being a little bit tanner made me feel really confident. And so I think that's what it's all about. If you feel confident in it, then that's what you need to own. And I'm not gonna self-tan all the time, but for vacations, for cruises, for stuff like that, like, why not? It's fun. It was easy. It didn't get the bed all orange and shit. I mean, <laughs> it was good. And it has a nice color. It's not orangey. It's a, it is more it's like of a caramel. tan color. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I only did one layer of it, but it We're going to do more on you. So, I think it's just, it's so different because you don't ever 
look tan. It's like so rare. Yeah. I think you've tanned one other time with this yeah. five years ago. So pretty I think cool it's because it's just a new look. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. This. So I liked like that. You get a new haircut. Yeah, yeah. It makes yeah. you feel good about yourself. Yeah. So I liked it. And then I have two songs this week, and then that's my weekly obsession. Uh, one song is "Super" by Corday. It just goes hard, and I really, really enjoy it. My other song is Polar Opposite. It is Easy On Me by Adele. I am so glad that Adele came out of hibernation again to bless us with those vocal cords because it is such a beautiful song. It is so – I get goosebumps listening to it. I love Adele. I think she's so funny. I think she's so talented. I'm just glad that she's back in our lives until she goes back into hiding until – I don't know what the next album is going to be, 34. Yeah, whatever it is. I'm glad she's back, and that's my that's my song for the week. So you forgot one, or I'm just gonna take it then. It's "Living It Up" by Young Thug oh. and ASAP Rocky and Post Malone. That's I do love favorite. that. That's song a too. really good one. You showed me that song, so we'll add that as well. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We will see you in our next episode, and let's go ahead and hit you with the outro. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below and on our website, foreplay.com. That's the number four o u r p play.com. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com/games. We also have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories that you can find at foreplay.com/shop. We have a bunch of different lifestyle events and resorts that we'll be attending and would love to party with you at them. Check foreplay.com/events for a list of everywhere we'll be. And if you're looking to plan a lifestyle destination, booking through our links really helps support the show and helps us be able to continue to create the of content for you. We also have a Facebook group and Discord community and would love for you guys to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Foreplay Podcast and TikTok at Foreplay Official. I have an OnlyFans which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash Bella Luna VIP or my free one at Bella Luna Free. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SCC at Foreplay and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!